get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the 36th episode. The chilliest episode so far. Chilliest episode. Dude, I was looking at the temperature. I was like, man, it's going to be a cold one today, boy. Yeah, bundled up out here. And it's it just to provide y'all with this mediocre comedy. Right. It's crisp as 15 degrees, but whatever. The show must continue, I guess. Yep. So... Um, we're loyal to all half dozen of our fans. Right, right. All six of them. We like, yeah, yeah. We appreciate Th- y'all. Thanks, thanks for listening. We we come out and, and <laughs> thanks for listening it. twenty five times a piece. Right, right. I'm <laughs> glad you. I'm glad y'all hit play every now and then, and so forth. So, thanks again. So I was really fucking tired today, dude. Like I did absolutely nothing productive at all. I haven't done anything productive since on the Wednesday. Oh yeah, you've been. Yeah. Birthday partying and shit. Yeah, I took uh, my birthday was Thursday. I took Thursday off work, Friday off work, and typically I work on the weekends too. But I didn't, I didn't volunteer to go in on the weekend, so I haven't worked since Wednesday. Uh, so yeah, I've been, and I didn't do anything. Like I literally did nothing. I ain't did no laundry. <laughs> I ain't did shit. I sat, I sat around and did absolutely nothing for four days straight. I, I know, well, no, that's, that's not necessarily true. I, did, I got a, I got some stuff done on Friday, but um, yeah, it, it's been a lazy four days, and I loved it. It's been so lazy that I don't even really want to go back to work tomorrow. I mean, that, that makes it sound strange, like it's strange to not want to go back to work. You just want to continue it, so yeah. You just want to continue it. I'm enjoying it. The days of not having to set an alarm. <sighs> well, it's the greatest. That's the greatest feeling to go to bed knowing that you don't have to get up at a certain time. That you can just get up when you get up. You just you just let the light come in and and just it just wake you up if it hits you in the yeah, face. That's, ah. the, that's the most. That's one of the best feelings, man. To to not have to go to bed knowing that you don't have to get up. That's like old nigga life though. Like that's not <laughs> like twenty <laughs> three year old ain't gonna appreciate that. Nah, not at all. Quite the same. As somebody who has to, who has a daily grind, you know, you gotta provide for a family and going to work and put up with fuck shit from old racist white folks and <laughs> all the kind of bullshit. And you know, they don't they don't really appreciate that grind, so they can't appreciate the the feeling of not having to set an alarm, especially when you got a kid too. Because like, um, I have I have my son on um, every Sunday and then every other Saturday. So when you have a kid, even if you don't have to set an alarm, usually your kid is your alarm. Yeah, he getting your ass up. So yeah, so but the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of my four day stretch, I didn't have him, so I knew that like it was genuine, no alarm. Like I don't have to get up and go to work. He ain't gonna wake me up. Nothing. Just I can do whatever I want. That you got a dog though. Yeah, but she's calmed down. Oh okay. She's learned not to interrupt sleep right, for the most part. She still barks at the door, like if an ant farts outside in the hallway, she'll she'll spaz out. But like, uh, she's calmed down with that, and she doesn't really bother me if I'm sleeping. So, oh, you got a good damn shit. 
That's how our dog is. I mean, he started whining and shit, but usually tell him to be quiet, he'd be fine. Until he, he just gets fed up and really had to go outside and some crazy shit, so. Ain't too bad. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just totally lost track of what I can say. Yeah. So what you want to talk about this week? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like the best place to start would be you telling your MGM story. Oh, okay. Um, So, Friday, me and uh, two of my buddies went to to, um, the casino uh, for one of my buddies' uh, friend's birthday, I guess. Now, the other buddy... He used to work there, but he worked there like a year or some shit like that. So that's the thing. It was his first time down there since he, you know, been working there. So we were there cooling. You know, we had a few, you know, drinks and, you know, they had some food and stuff like that. And so maybe shit, two, three, maybe three hours into it, you know, some of the, you could, you could tell they, the people who called him over was in like a, you know, manager type position and shit mm-hmm. like that. So. It's like four or five of them and shit. And they talking to him, talking to him. So, he's like, what the fuck? He finally come over there. Yeah, they kicking me out. I'm like, why? I, I know they have some places have like a... I think the casino has like a six-month rule or something where you can't patron the place for like six months. I don't get it, but that's just the rule, I guess. But it's been almost a year and shit. So, we just like, fuck that place. We was out that bitch. We just did. I mean, but it's like they wasn't. I don't know if they was rude or not to him, but it was. It was. It was bullshit. Well, I was wondering was like if the situation was ele- like if y'all angle the situation was elevated from being drunk. That's part of the reason why I wanted you to wait to tell the story until today because I was like, well, at the time that night, I figured like, well, maybe they faded, so like maybe they're like more pissed off and like looking at it through drunk eyes, so they're angrier. Than what actually happened, so I'm like, that's why I wanted to hear like a sober version of the story. Well, I, I think I think every uh, everybody was definitely angrier at the time. I mean, nothing really happened with the security and none of that shit. You know, it was definitely like, you know, fuck this place. Why the fuck we had to get out? Blah blah blah. So what they tell them? Like what they tell them? They just say you got to go. Like they they didn't give them a reason. Or? They said because of work, some kind of work policy, uh, uh, after work policy. Since you haven't, you know, not he's not he doesn't work there. But I didn't understand the products. I never, I never worked in a situation where I mean, I never worked in retail in no place where I would actually go other than actual work. You know, it's probably strictly a casino thing. Yeah, it was just so crazy. It's like we had been there for a while. I mean, he had talked to a bunch of people. I'm like, shit. If they're gonna say that shit, you can say that shit before they came and start spending money and all this other shit until you have to just leave and shit. So we just dipped. I just felt, I just felt like, damn, that's just fucked up. I mean, I want to spend my money at a place where you know they're. Treating people like that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it was just weird, man. I just I didn't understand the shit. I mean, but you know, we didn't. It wasn't no uh, no flipping tables and you know no crazy shit like that. It would have been good for for podcasting, but oh yeah, that <laughs> but it wasn't too much. You know, it was just I just didn't. I was like fuck that. But then you know, I was like, oh fuck, if I ain't going back, I was like oh shit. Well, you having your party there, so I'm like I'm going back at least one more time. <laughs> and then you know, then I'll start a band of not going there. So well, like your that. buddies didn't feel the same way, <laughs> right? Right. They didn't right. show up. I don't hold it against them though, because like I, I said, I, like I told it, uh, like I told them, I was like, you know, if 
if that happened to me, I probably wouldn't come back either. So, I right. get it. Yeah, I mean, did I you, now, did you guys discuss this with uh, Liz? No, because I didn't see Liz uh, until last night. But I didn't say anything to her about it, so I probably I, I do want to ask her about it. Like, curious about what their policies. It'd be and interesting stuff to like get her that. opinion on it, right? Since she is in like a, a higher position and stuff like that, just to see what she would say. So right. I am I am uh, uh, going to do that because funny when I saw her, I thought about it then, but I was like, I don't want to get into it now. But I do plan on asking her. So I don't know, yeah, I could. I mean, I was like, I don't go there all the time anyway, so it's not like a place that I would miss going to and shit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, ah, fuck it, I've got to go there. There's two other casinos, but I don't really like the casinos like that. I don't gamble. Yeah, I don't go there either. And, you know, and a lot of times I used to go there because I didn't know a good place to go for cigars, like smoking, so it was like, you know, now I could go, you know, a, a number of places where I could smoke cigars and stuff, so I don't have to go there, you know, so. But I will say that that bar area is kind of cool. It's definitely better than what the previous little club lounge thing or whatever. And the, the live singer was actually pretty cool. I was mm-hmm. pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised about that. As was I. So, but yeah. So that wasn't too much crazy. I do. I would do want to find out more as far as what the details of why. Why you know you have a policy like after a year you can't come and patronize the place you used to work at and shit. But. Whatever. Especially as like a a bartender, right? Like if you were like head of security and you quit, I could see them never letting your black right, right, back right, in here. Right. Like, but if you like you just a bartender, it's not like you got like these deep casino secrets as a bartender that you know could help you rob the place or something like that. Right, right. Like you was so you know a, a car, you know, you know over the, one of the fucking tables or some shit, right. you know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I, I make drinks, man. Just, right, <laughs> do this right. anywhere. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. Require any special knowledge right. to do it here. Right, I could, I could pour a good beer, less head. You know, it ain't right. too much of this shit over here. But you know, yeah, I ain't get that shit. But mm-hmm. fuck the place. I gotta go back. So, so uh, the the night as a whole last night was dope, though, man. I celebrated my birthday last night, and I got man, I got a crazy turnout, man. I'm not, I'm never. I'm always surprised by how many people come out whenever I have like a, a an, an event. I don't have events often, really, just on my birthday. But I, like, especially this year, I didn't make a big deal out of it. Like uh, when I turned thirty, I made a big deal out of it. And after that, I never made a, I never really made a big deal out of it. Like thirty, when I turned thirty, I made it a whole weekend. Mm-hmm. So I had like a Friday night event, Saturday night event, and then Sunday was the day of the AFC and NFC championship games. So then I had watched those, had a little thing for those during the day, and then I don't know if I had a Sunday night event or not, but I made like a whole big deal out of it. This year, I didn't make a big deal out of it. You know, I made a, uh, I made a Facebook event page for it, and I invited maybe like, I don't know, 20 or 30 people, and when you invite 20 or 30 people, it's probably a safe bet to assume that maybe like one third of those people are actually going to show up. Right. But, like, man, I had, like, a crazy good turnout, man. Like, I, I I had people who showed up that didn't say they were coming. So, and then, like, it was just, like, it was just a crazy good event. And then, like, uh, my fiancé had some people show up. And it was just, like, a really good turnout, man. I feel like it had to be, like, 20, 30 people that showed up. And I didn't pay for a single drink all night. And that's the crazy part because I figured it would probably be, like, maybe, like, five, six people would show up. 
And, you know, they probably caught me some drinks or whatever. I caught my own drinks. It would be no big deal. But, like, so many people showed up, and they all offered. I didn't even ask. Like, they all offered to buy me drinks, and I, I didn't pay for a single drink. And it was, like, a huge, it turned into a pretty big Pretty big deal, ironically, right after you left, it got popping. Yeah, like I say, I, I saw folks that I was, you know, leaving, and then when I saw the pictures, like, God damn, where the fuck all these motherfuckers came from? And it's so weird to me, it's like, you know, for a party that, you know, you know, started so much earlier, I would be, I would almost feel embarrassed to come so late, like, wait, wait anticipating people go be there. Yeah. You know, it just, you know, looked out that you was, you know, you was gonna, you end up being there for the whole time. But I would feel weird as hell coming somewhere at like twelve thirty. Like, what up? Like, yeah, people came through at like twelve o'clock, man. Yeah, it was crazy. But it was a really, really, really good night, man. It was probably one of my favorite, uh, my favorite birthday nights, man. It was a really, really strong turnout. It was a good time. That's dope. I'm glad anybody came out. Yeah, I was, I was, I was surprised. Really surprised. That place was so packed. They had, you know, they was cutting off the lines at some point and yeah. not letting people in and shit. I'm like, what the hell? Like, they was really monitoring and I. Uh, as far as you know, people there and shit. So, yeah, you would think I had a banging podcast or something to make way people turned out. <laughs> <laughs> you should have started. You, we got we got to get cars. We get the people at events and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I had the people there. Don't even know I got a podcast. You got a podcast? <laughs> Man, my sister asked me, but I feel like my sister not the type to listen anyway. So I know she wouldn't listen anyhow. So I didn't feel no kind of way when she asked. So, so uh, we got a couple email stuff that I wanted to address. Um, so Gardner sent an email Well she sent a few but The one I wanted to talk about the most was about um, She said that she got uh, Blocked by a famous person Who she really admired on Twitter And she said she joined Twitter This is like the first person she tweeted And she ultimately got blocked by this dude And she told a story about that And then she told a story about how uh, James Blunt that one singer Who made that song You're Beautiful she asked if it was popular here, and it definitely was. That song was a that song was a big hit here too. Uh, but said that like basically everybody thought he's kind of a douchebag, and he joined Twitter and he, like he's gotten really popular for like the way he responds to people who throw in shade all the time. And I saw a whole article about uh, people who tweet James Blunt all kinds of like fuck shit, and then he responds something like real clever, and uh, it sparked. Uh, a story that I had over my dealings with a, uh, I guess, semi-famous person. I, I don't need, I don't, I think even semi-famous is being generous. Like, I mean, like <laughs> you like, it's not really. Like, like yeah, that. I feel like if he heard me call him semi-famous, he'd be like, shit, I done made it. Like, no, man. Like, he, he's pretty insignificant. But, um, so, uh, back in, I don't know, man, it doesn't matter what fucking year it was. Um, <laughs> this, uh, I got I got cool with this one dude on Twitter who was in this movie called Paper Soldiers and um it was one of those direct to DVD hood movie releases. And uh you know Steve, right? Steve uh, uh my boy Steve who listens to the podcast, he'll comment and shit like that. Um around the time when my son was born, me and Steve uh lived together in Westland. And uh Steve put me on the movie. And generally I don't watch straight to DVD hood nigga movies and shit. But I watched that one and I thought it was really funny. And it starred Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart was Kevin Hart. He was just this guy in this movie. And uh, now Kevin Hart is like huge. But at the time, he was just the guy in this movie. But I thought the movie was like surprisingly funny for being just like a straight to DVD hood movie with a couple of nobodies in it. 
So it starred Kevin Hart and this one guy named Chris, I want to say Williams, uh, but his Twitter name is at Comedian Chris. And um, so I watched the movie and I follow both, when I joined Twitter, I follow both him and Kevin Hart on Twitter because I thought the movie was that funny. I was like, I like this movie. I was like, I'm going to follow these dudes. But uh, Chris was like pretty unpopular. So he he had, at the time, he probably had like 2,000 followers. And he, which is still more than I currently have. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like 2,000 followers or whatever. But uh, he wasn't really that popular. But I followed him because I liked the movie. And around that time, this was right around the time where Kevin Hart was starting to take off. Like, during the course of my time conversing with uh, Chris on so on Twitter, uh, Kevin Hart's first special, uh, I'm a Grown Little Man, came out, and he really started to take off. And me and Chris got real cool on um, on Twitter. Like, we would, like, talk back and forth. It was regular, regular conversations. We had one night where we had, like, a roasting session where we just, like, roasted each other back and forth. And honestly, I felt like I beat him, but, like, he had more followers than me. This is at the time when I first joined Twitter. So at the time, I probably had like 100 followers, something like that. It was like a real low number. He had like 2,000. So he was reaching more people. But also, this was at the time before Twitter was even that popular. So like, this was at a time when nobody had a million followers. Nobody. Oh so it was like, a, whoever got a million followers first, I think it was Justin Bieber or something like that, he was the first person to reach a million followers. And so, at the time, nobody was really popping. So, 2,000 was kind of a lot. And uh, so, he was reaching way more people than I was with his jokes. But I felt like I was cracking on him pretty hard. It was a, it was a good time. And there was one time where he, he ran off a series of tweets where he was talking about, like, how like how much he liked Twitter and how he thought that uh, it was dope that he could meet people from all over the world and uh, they could be cool people and stuff like that. Then he hit me up individually. I don't mean I don't remember if he tweeted me or if he DM'd me or something. And he was he asked me if I saw all those tweets, and I was like, yeah. He was like, you one of those people, like that. I'm glad that I met on Twitter. I was like, well, isn't that sweet? Appreciate that. Isn't that nice? That's I appreciate your your kind sentiment. But um, so yeah, I mean, we had a we had a, a decent online relationship where we talked a lot or whatever we, we knew one another pretty well and then like he found Jesus <laughs> and everything went to shit <laughs> including his comedy and <laughs> everything man. like he he got like mad religious so he stopped cussing uh, he started judging Kevin Hart for what Kevin Hart was doing cause I was telling him I was like man it's, I was like it's gotta be dope seeing your boy Taken off like this, so he, he was like, "Yeah, man, Kevin's great." Blah, blah blah blah. But then he got to a point where he was saying like he didn't like some of the stuff that Kevin Hart was saying, and he, he got like mad, judgmental. And then he would stop. Uh, he stopped tweeting me. Like I would tweet him, he'd stop tweeting me, and I was like, "Ah, right, whatever, dog." I was like, "You need to find Jesus, or whatever." And I turned. Then this is one day I went to. I don't know how I found out, but somebody found out that he had, he had unfollowed me. So that's how I knew that. <laughs> I was sitting here looking for one, like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we found uh, soundboards that we kind of think that we might use throughout the podcast, but uh, just to add some like funny shit to it. But um, uh, but yeah, it, it was a. Uh, 
it's a funny situation now because I knew I knew for a fact that he unfollowed me because I know how mad reckless I tweet and how I say all kinds of crazy shit. And it was probably someday where I said something incredibly vulgar or something anti-religion. And he was like, well, my guy's going to condemn me to hell if he sees that I still follow this nigga on Twitter. As if Jesus is checking people's Twitter followers. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he followed me. And I thought that I never, I never said anything to him about it. I haven't tweeted him since. I didn't look at his page, actually, again until just now when I was about to tell this story. I saw he had, like, what did I say he had? Like 12,000 followers yeah. or something like that? But yeah, he he does vines now that are fairly popular, I guess. But they're all horrible because he does like he doesn't really know how to be funny without cussing. So it's like he stopped cussing, and he stopped doing racy shit. So now his his comedy is really really safe, and it's just not. Well, I wonder, like you know, good. if he's you know he if he's done that, he doesn't do cussing. But you know, in his bio, he referenced paper services and state property. Those are not, you right. know, any of the things if he's not doing it anymore. The things that I would want to reference, you know, for people. But well, yeah. no one ever said that religion isn't hypocritical. So there's no, <laughs> there's no reason for him to not still get them followers. He still got to fire them tweets off. He still want them followers. So Jesus might not like him for following me, but Jesus don't care that he did state property. Apparently, so man. Yeah, because I, I, I want to see Paper Soldiers now. I'm curious It was about funny, it, man. man. It was funny. I liked it. And he was funny in it, man. He was, like, real funny in it. Because it's about, like, uh, like Kevin Hart and his crew. Like, Kevin Hart, I think his... If I remember it. Because I, I only saw it, like, back at that time. So this was probably, like... I want to say this is around the time Michael was born, if not earlier. So 2008 or earlier. And, um... Kevin Hart's character was like, man, he was broke, and he had like a, a kid, he had like, I think he had a kid, and his baby mama was giving him shit about being broke, so he started like, he ran, had this scheme where he started like breaking into rich people's houses and some shit like that, so, and then he got like some of his boys to help him, so, and then like a whole bunch of crazy shit happens from that, so it's basically, it's, it's a very basic ass storyline, but like, this is like Kevin Hart, like, Kind of, I don't want to say at his best, but this is Kevin Hart like before he was Kevin Hart. So it's like you could really see uh, what he was going to evolve into. It'll be interesting to watch that now, knowing what he's become. Because at the time I saw it when it was new, I think. Oh, no, I don't think it was new, but it was before he was popping. So I wonder if it's on Netflix. I'm going to check it out. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, it was uh, it was cool. So yeah, I thought that was an interesting story, man. I thought I, I thought that was interesting that he unfollowed me because of Jesus. Like, because Jesus is like not, he's not seeing it for bad Twitter followers. Like, like Jesus is on Twitter, and he sees who you follow. So <laughs> you I follow never, people who tweet some fuck shit. I don't know why I can say I thought I've heard of you know that 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 movie sounds familiar, but I'm thinking like I don't know. And then I I don't know why I thought I remember that story from yours, but I don't. Yeah, it, it, I you don't think know. that if like. Do you think that, like, okay, let's say, like, after you die, right, that you can go to, like, the pearly gates, and at that moment, there's someone there, we'll just say for the sake of argument, that is Jesus, right? And Jesus basically lays down a decision on whether or not you're going into heaven or you're going to hell. Do you think it's a real possibility that Jesus could be like, well, he was a good dude, you did, you know, a lot of good shit, he's a pretty good person, but... 
Your Twitter followers are mad suspects, so you gotta you gotta go to hell, dog. Like, I can't really have nobody with some fuck ass Twitter followers. Yeah, up, up in these pearly ass gates, man. We got this fucking premium filet mignon pussy up in here, and I can't let you be. I can't let you be around all this with with your whack ass Twitter followers. Like, I, 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 I there's a, there's a, there's a pretty large like, part of me that thinks that Jesus gives no fucks about your Twitter followers. Now I'm just curious, like, are people who follow him or people he follows? Either one. Yeah, I don't. Maybe if you follow like Adolf Hitler or some shit, like the actual Adolf Hitler, like if he had Twitter, maybe Jesus might be like, "Yeah, I see you follow Adolf. Like, uh, what's up with that?" But I think he might at least give you a chance to explain. Like, you know, Adolf tweets do, do be kind of funny though. Right. Like, that don't mean like I, I support what he do to Jews, but he do have some bomb ass tweets. Now you see the memes he be posting that it just be funny as fuck. Well, like, uh, you know, he should be going to hell just on the fact he follow Floyd Mayweather. So, you know. Uh, he follow all stars though. I'm looking at most of his stuff. I'm looking at his stuff, and for he the most part, all people he want to be down with, pretty much. He still follow Kevin Hart? Because that'd be a good question. Because he, like I said, he was saying some shady shit about Kevin Hart, and it makes me wonder. Like, did he just say, you know what? You know what? I don't see Kevin Hart as one of the people he follow. He's probably he's probably like down at the beginning though, like like one of his first three followers. That would be fucked up if he don't follow no more. That's my nigga, but I can't. I can't fuck. Right, him. I can't fuck with him, man. All that cursing he do. He follow, oh, he follow like twelve hundred people. I guess it'd be hard to see if you follow Kevin Hart. But that's funny. <laughs> so He's, we all know you got a fuckload of stories about getting blocked by famous people, man. <laughs> Like I said, I think I've talked about it before. Like the biggest one is always this happened was uh, was Big Boy, but I think even uh, Denise brought, brought it up. The most recent one, the most recent one was Mona Scott Young. You know the the, the creator of Love and Hip Hop. Like so, for a while, I was tweeting her that she ain't shit for like a good three months. <laughs> I would try to keep up with it every day, but it would be Damn, like every, every day. It'd be like every other day, or you know, some shit like that. So, I was like, and just like Janice said too, I'm like, shit. I was surprised it took that long. Right. I just figured she would have been blocked me by then. But I finally looked and to click on her page to see when last time she tweeted, and I couldn't see that shit no more. Um, so I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I think it's. I feel it's an accomplishment. I feel. I feel like if you block me, you've read it. I, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, right. So, so you know that at some point, Mona Scott Young saw your tweets. At and some was point, like, she saw bitch ass nigga. She's like, this motherfucker <laughs> keeps talking about talking shit <laughs> through like, him. Like you stop being eight shit and stop putting this bullshit on TV. Ugh, fuck her. I kind of want to like get blocked by somebody now. Like. I'm, I, I feel like I, I feel like I've been like dropping the ball on my Twitter offensiveness. Like, if I, I mean, I'm sure I've been blocked by a whole bunch of like fucking regular niggas. Yeah, regular old SDA motherfuckers who, <laughs> who block me because I because I fuck on Saturdays. <laughs> fuck on Saturdays. Well, you 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 probably definitely could be blocked. I I, I would imagine <laughs> that comment alone might get me blocked. Yeah, you might get blocked again. <laughs> 
a reblocked or yeah, blocked block because y'all yeah, blocking me because I fuck on Saturdays. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, I want to get blocked by somebody famous. I don't know I, what bothers me. Somebody's get blocked by by fucking regular asshole niggas. Like that shit happened to me. Uh, I think probably yeah, recently too. Something I used to follow. He unfollowed me and did like a block unblock. So it wasn't you know. So we're not following each other no more. Right. Not recognized. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Then. Um, I, someone had tweeted his name or some shit, and I wanted to click on to see what they were talking about. And I looked, and I'm like, "Mug, this motherfucker, I can't see this shit no more." And I'm like, "I ain't know what I did to the fuck." But I figured, you know, whatever. Asshole, nigga. I figured he was such a bitch like that. Then he probably wasn't meant to be anyway. So <laughs> we weren't meant to be. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be, man. So I'm okay with that. Fuck him. But I ain't, been, I ain't seen too many regular other folks. I just seen a couple of folks that, that I done ran across that have done the whole block unblock and we're not friends anymore or some shit like that. But I got a, I got a whole gang of unfollows. Like they happen fairly frequently. I got unfollowed by somebody for making fun of Ohio. Really? So I thought that was funny. I know that's why I got why I got unfollowed. I absolutely know why. Because there was a dude who was a photographer, and we followed each other just basically on some photography shit. And there was one day where he tweeted a photo shoot that he did where the person in the the person who he was shooting was wearing one of those um what's the Ohio shirt? It's the Detroit version everybody with the Ohio version. Ohio Ohio against the against world. The world. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so like long and clunky? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he tweeted that and that was the first time I'd seen that shirt. So like I retweeted it just with like LOL or something like that because I thought that was like hilarious. Because like, it is against the world. It is hilarious. Yeah, and then he re- he tweeted me like, "What the fuck are you laughing at?" <laughs> was he really that? But <laughs> he dog? was mad, and that made me laugh even more because I was like, "He's really sick about this." I was like, "He might be mad. he might be mad that I maybe he thinks that I'm like laughing at his photography, or maybe he thinks that I'm, maybe he knows I'm laughing at the shirt, whatever." You remember his name? No, because he changes it like every three months. Oh, okay. So I have no idea what his name is at this point. But, um, so yeah, he, uh, I don't even think he unfollowed me at that point, but maybe like a day or two later, I like ripped into like the whole Ohio against the world thing. Because I just thought, I just thought that shit was so corny. Because like, supposedly it came first, actually. But it did, I never saw it first. So like, I never saw it until after Detroit vs. Everybody got popping because we got the we had the shirts and shit like that and honestly I think the shirts are of poor quality like I don't really like them or whatever and then I've heard a lot of people tell me a lot of horror stories about their customer service or whatever yeah but I, um, I definitely wouldn't I wouldn't try to get it anyway but then it popped off with like you know the shirts popped off the song popped off and then all of a sudden I started seeing the Ohio against the world shit so it feels like it, it wasn't before, although it was. Yeah, it, it, it could have come before, but it was dead in the water until our shit popped. And now they're like, well, we really need to push our shit more because we want to be Detroit so bad. And like, so I ran off a series of tweets where I just talked about how fuck shit Ohio is. I mean, it is trash. I mean, it's like, it's trash. It's Ohio. Like, it's, if you took away Cedar Point from Ohio, there'd be no use for it anymore. It could just go away. Like, we don't need it. Pretty it's, much. It's, it's a waste of space. So, yeah, I ran off them tweets and then like, 
shortly after that, I, I somehow found out that he, he unfollowed me, and I, I just, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I, I remember I had this, it's funny, it was a dude from Ohio, too. He, uh, he did some fuck shit. He Soft was fast Ohio. Well, uh, I said the F word. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> he did some, he, he, like, unfollowed, like, damn near everybody he followed, and then he tweeted, uh, don't be a bitch and unfollow somebody because they unfollowed you. And I was like, it was made me look. And then I saw it was. I was like, well, I'll fuck this nigga. I don't care about this nigga. And then I just unfollowed the guy. And then he tweeted, oh, I see y'all unfollowing me now or something. I was like, I don't even get it. Like, How why do you unfollow a bunch of people and then, like, right after you do it, say, don't unfollow me back. You a bitch. Like, so you really care about the people following you, but you just going to hit all these unfollows and think it's just going to just go unnoticed. Right. I was like, I don't I mean, you even, you're not even that. I think Khalid was like some kind of expiring rapper or some shit. You know what I'm saying? It was it was some weird. I can't Everybody think. Everybody in Ohio is an expiring rapper. I can't think of his fucking name. It was something stupid. They had like these corny ass videos, and hey, I wish I could remember that dude's name. Fuck. Whatever. He's from Ohio, so he was ultimately irrelevant. Oh, I think oh I know the tweets that I did. I think I I, I remember that I made tweets about how. Um, they should make the Ohio against the world song, and that it would be like Bone Thugs and Harmony, and and that is for like ellipsis, like like it would have nobody on it. And I think one person tweeted me like John Legend or some shit like that. John, but, is he from Ohio? I guess so. <laughs> but like <laughs> Bone Thugs and Harmony featured John Legend song, like what kind of fuck that shit is that? But yeah, I ran up, that's what it was. I ran up a whole bunch of tweets about how they try to do Ohio against the world song. They didn't have. They wouldn't have nobody to put on it. Yeah, because <laughs> Bone, Bone isn't even relevant right now. And they, like, everybody we got on, everybody we got on our song is popping at the moment. So like, they ain't got nobody. Like, there's nobody from Ohio popping right now. It would be probably Bone and Ray Cash. You know what Ray Cash is? <laughs> I sounds familiar. That's the guy that uh, um, what's the song? Bumping my music. <laughs> I remember that shit. <laughs> Be, oh, Ohio, you're disgraceful. I just I just looked at Wikipedia to see the list of singers from Ohio. Curious to find out who is actually from Ohio. You gotta find rappers though. Because oh. rap, it had to be like a rap song. Because you know, it, and then you know, who could even produce that? <laughs> like this is nobody. Ohio's so trash. Like probably some random ass farmer or some shit. I don't know. I don't know why rappers came up. Like somebody really searched this before me. Something you gotta look up. Oh, it's I forgot. Common knowledge. Uh, why do they have Cat Williams? He's not a fucking rapper. <laughs> uh, oh, High Tech is from Ohio. Yeah, he's a good producer though. Yeah. Um, the guy with the big ass beard, uh, Stally, <laughs> from uh, uh, yeah, the, maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the rest of these. Are. It's, it's only like eight people though. <laughs> I don't know why they got Cat Williams though. That's, <laughs> You know you reach it. You got eight eight Ohio rappers in the list, and one of them is a comedian. Right? I'm like, who the fuck is? Why did? Yeah, I don't know who the fuck these other people are. Rapper from Ohio. Bow from Ohio. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Actually, oh, okay. that's what I said in the tweet. That's what I said. I was like, it'd be both. Th- that's what I put. I was like, Bone Thugs, and then I put ellipsis. Bow Wow with a question mark. 
Kid Cudi. That's what I put. Okay, I didn't know about Kid Cudi. That's what I put. I put and Bow Wow with the question mark. Oh, they got Ras B. Shit. <laughs> and I probably put. I probably. I still don't respect them, so I probably didn't even put Bow Wow. I probably put Lil Bow Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that list is gonna gonna get too. Yeah, yo, you think funny. the Ohio gets the world? You don't think the Ohio gets the world song would bang like Detroit versus everybody? If it was I, like I think it would Bone it would, and Bow Wow. Yeah, it would. It would John Legend on the hook. It, it would be terrible. <laughs> Cameron from Ohio? I never knew. He's that. from New York. I don't know why they would have it on here though. That was like, that nigga was probably born in Ohio, and then like as soon as he exited the uterus, was right, like, fuck this right. shit. Take me to the Bronx on a, gray, on a Greyhound to New York. <laughs> right. Nigga was still attached to the umbilical cord, having his mom on a bus to New York. Oh, you can have Life Jennings. He could be one of the. Uh, they say he's from there, but this is on Answers dot com, so none of this shit probably is even true anyway. <laughs> that nigga Cameron is probably still sucking titty milk. When he was on his way to New York. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. Damn on. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these, these sound bites are so dope. <laughs> they got the good rappers from Ohio. Barely. Right. <laughs> Barely. <sighs> oh, that would have been perfect if I said that. You're like, from, it ain't no good rappers from Ohio. You like, barely. Yeah, you like. I know two of them. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> that would be perfect. <laughs> I know two of them. <laughs> Two of them, like, how did that even come about? <laughs> I'm so trash, though. I hate Ohio. Oh man, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're gonna try not to do sound bites on every episode, but it's gonna be hard. <laughs> it's gonna be hard, yeah. Oh man, we're gonna be not even paying attention to what we say and looking for moments just to hit a sound bite. Timing is everything. I'm definitely going to be on my P's and Q's with this shit. <laughs> yeah, this one dude has like so <laughs> many of them. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I know we have ra- random other shit to talk about other than uh, random sound. But... Well, I thought we should talk about uh, Deflategate. The uh, situation that happened with the Patriots and... Um... Colts. So apparently, apparently, I guess each team monitors their their footballs, and you know, it's supposed to keep their footballs to a certain psi pressure and so forth. And I guess after the game, I don't know how how long, but how how much time elapsed after the game. But then they were tested saying that the balls were under inflate, under inflated. And so forth. So now it's this big controversy now because before Belichick got fined like five hundred thousand when he had an assistant tape a, a, a practice with one of their teams. Uh, like I think it's the Jets. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think it was too. Right. Yeah. So they're they're not you know uh, strangers to to controversy in that aspect. 
I just don't know, like, you know, if if that was an advantage to them. I mean, you can't replay games, so it's not, you know. And do I really think it would have made a difference? Probably not, especially they got blew the hell out. But it's like, you know, what? Do you, how much can you really take away from a team that's going to really matter? It's not going to make the other team feel any better. You know, I don't, I don't get what they're going to do that's going to, you know, that can make up for if that was, you know, they really fucked up on some shit. No, I thought I heard that this was discovered at halftime. So oh. if the Patriots only had that advantage in the – well, if you would deem it an advantage, they only had that advantage for the first half. Oh, I didn't and know that. And if they either. scored 28 points in the second half with a regular fucking inflated ball. So they probably would have scored more if they had this better ball. Than <laughs> right. Like, if mean, I didn't fuck up y'all's shit, y'all should have been good anyway. Oh, well, but that changes things. I, I don't know, know that. if that's true because I haven't really looked into it because I think the story is overblown for the most part. Like, I think it's like talk about way more than it should be. So I haven't really looked into it too much. But yeah, that's I what I heard either. is that the Patriots this got discovered at halftime. So they didn't even have deflated balls in the second half and scored 28 points. So... Uh, there's really nothing for the Colts to complain about, but I mean, it just stop the play ball ain't gonna stop your defense. Shit, yeah, you just didn't play good. Shit. The only thing I can say is that anybody who I'm not even gonna attempt to make myself out of some kind of football player, but I've definitely played like you know, uh, like pickup games, you know, football pickup games and shit. And anybody who's thrown or caught a football in a game can probably attest to the fact that if the ball is underinflated, it's easier to grab. If it's, like, hard, right, it's much it's fully inflated, it's, it's more likely to, like, bounce off your hands. So but wouldn't that be, softer, a, but wouldn't that be an advantage to both teams, though? Well, only, no, because the, now this I did read from the NFL, so I know this is true. You play on offense with your own balls. So, the uh, okay. Colts wouldn't have been playing on offense with the same balls that the Patriots were. Okay. So, yes, theoretically it would if the same balls were used across the board. Okay. But apparently an offense uses a different ball than the other teams when they're on offense. So only the Patriots would have been using on offense the underinflated balls. So I can say that if that's true, that only the Patriots had underinflated balls, then that does serve as an advantage for them. I don't know... I don't know how much that will serve Tom Brady throwing it. I feel like he could get a better grip on it if it's underinflated. But that, that definitely, to me, helps a wide receiver, especially in fucking New England where it's cold as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's going to make the ball even harder. Like, not harder, like, difficult, but, like, physically harder. Like, that's going to make the ball harder to catch. So, if it's underinflated, you can grip it better. Like, I could see that definitely helping the wide receivers. But if it's true that that was changed at halftime and the Patriots scored 28 points in the second half, then all all rest of it's invalid. There's no point. There's no point in even discussing it at that point. So the only thing I can say is that I don't believe uh, Brady or Belichick when they say they had no fucking clue. I don't believe that at all. Especially since... Where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's no... This ain't the first time the Patriots have been involved in some sort of cheating-type controversy. So for this to keep happening to them... Right. That's not... I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's an indicator that the niggas are shaking. But... I mean, they have been around, I mean, they have been in the league for years. Now, I just couldn't see them not not having some knowledge of that shit that's going on. That's, I think that just got to be virtually impossible. I mean, they got to know. I could I just don't see that not happening. So, 
I just don't know what what penalty is deemed like a decent penalty for that shit. That's what I don't. You can't do anything about it. Another thing that fucks me up about it too is like I saw somebody tweet this, and it's a simple point. So the referees with the whole first half picking up this ball and placing it on the fucking field, tossing it to each other. You know how one one referee will pick it up, toss to another one who will put it down, put it down on the line. And they went through the whole first half handling this fucking ball and didn't realize it was underinflated by a significant amount. Now, that's, that's, and that's the thing too. If it's significant, you could probably tell. But if it's nothing that's too significant in the cold and the weather, I don't know how they're able to really gauge that unless they're testing balls as they're handling them. That yeah. just don't seem like nothing. You could just like, oh wait, oh, wait, that's that's two ounces off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just tweeted a really good pause, and I think you missed it. <laughs> if they're testing balls and they're handling them, <laughs> and I'm not over here doing hand signals like I'm yeah, you like, balls and shit. You're like balls and shit, <laughs> bro. <Bruh. laughs> yeah, so I don't know, I. I always think of uh, uh, the part of Forty Year Old Virgin where they were talking about titties, and he was explaining them because he was he was new to having sex. He was talking about they feel like bags like of bags sand. Of sand. <laughs> it's like what bags of sand? <laughs> bags of sand be so goddamn hard, man. Dude, like what do you mean? That's, that, that, that's nothing like titties, man. <laughs> nothing at all. Like you could have just been good saying they were just soft. You wanted a bag of sand. Like nigga, no, that's not. That wasn't even a good guess. That's not to. No, it's not even. I think you could be a full on. I think an actual real life full on version will probably figure that titties are not not bad. They don't feel like bags of sand. You either haven't felt the titty or you haven't felt a bag of sand. Yeah, one or the other. But like I say, I don't think you know refs can really tell if you know if the PSI is that that substantial or is it different unless it is really substantial. So. I don't know. I'm curious how they're going to monitor that in the future, though, because I would assume, I would assume they're going to change the way they maybe they check them regu- more um, regularly, or I don't know. I, I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the my problem with the story, man, is I think it's so blown out of proportion, man. When I was going on Twitter after the story broke, every tweet. Everybody was talking about that shit. You got Patriots fans defending how insignificant it is. You got fans of, the, of football talking about the Patriots cheating. You got constant updates about this is how much it was deflated. This is how so-and-so is responding. This is what the league is going to say. There's a press conference in 38 minutes. Like, And I just felt like it was so overblown. Like th- This shit was in my timeline to the, to the effect of like if the president got shot. Kind of shit. Like, this shit was, like, every tweet I was seeing was about some underinflated footballs. And I was like, okay, this is not that big of a deal. Especially since it's not going to matter anyway. Like, oh, what, what, what are they going to do? Say, okay, we changed our mind. Colts in the Super Bowl now. Like, it's right. not going to happen. They're not going to change a game and shit, you know, so. It is what it is. But My favorite thing, I, I don't, did we talk about this? I don't think, did we talk about um, what happened to the... Cowboys and shit, and how they got fucked out of there, uh, and how they got Bre- fucked in their game. I think game, briefly. And how, um, didn't, um, I think we, we recorded didn't something happen to the, Pack- the Packers game, too, how they got kind of fucked over. And it just kind of seemed like there was like a string of like fucked up karma for like yeah. the whole NFC team. It was like once the Lions got fucked, they got fucked over by the Cowboys, then the Cowboys got fuck- fucked over by the Packers. 
with the Dez Bryant because I really do like I don't I don't care for the Cowboys. I don't care. I don't feel like they were better than the Lions. I felt the Lions should have won. But even with my hatred for the Cowboys and how that game happened, I feel like that Dez Bryant should have been the catch. Like, so I yeah, I thought it was like, the catch too. I thought it was the catch. I just thought it, I mean it wasn't no real argument to it. That was the catch. Yeah, so I feel like the, I feel like the Cowboys got screwed. So then the Green Bay, the team that prospered from that that fuck over, then they got uh, they got screwed in their game. They didn't get screwed, so to speak. What was but it their, still felt like karma. Like, what was their issue? What there was no issue. It was just the fact that they just had a big lead and it looked good, but then like everything just went Seattle's way at the end. And it just had this like very karma feel. And I don't even really believe in karma, but it, I got. I think it's just interesting that like the Lions got screwed by the Cowboys, and the Cowboys got screwed by the Packers, and the Packers got screwed. They didn't get screwed by the referees, but they still got like very unfortunate shit that happened right. to them, where everything just went Seattle's way at the end of that game. Yeah, they went their way in the big. Well, the thing like is, the Seattle, whole NFC playoffs was like karma. Well, shit, Seattle—they could have won in, in in regulation, but then um, uh, Green Bay came back and tied it, so they could have won. They didn't even have to go that, that extra three minutes that they did because shit, that shit happened so fast. It was like Russell Wilson had like two long passes and shit, for like seventy some yards total, and the game was over. So, right, but. So yeah, um, so another thing that I wanted to talk about, um, we we'll have two more things, but one of the things that I wanted to talk about was we had an email from a friend of mine, Terrence, who he doesn't really write us that often, but I know he listens. He comments on SoundCloud a lot, and he wrote a fairly long email from our last episode when we talked about um, the movies and shit, and how uh, how I was saying about. I feel like 12 Years a Slave was trash and that, like, people are complaining about Selma not getting those nominations and all that shit. And he he wrote a fairly long thing about black people who only watch black films. They haven't seen none of the other shit, but they think that, you know, they saw Selma, they thought Selma was great, so they're like, oh, Selma got screwed when they ain't seen none, when they ain't seen none of the other movies because they only go see black shit. Like, I thought that was interesting, but the thing that I want to talk about that I thought was the most interesting was that he said that he read the book that 12 Years a Slave was based on. Okay. And he said that one of my complaints about 12 Years a Slave, aside from the fact that I felt it was just a nigga getting beat for no reason for two hours, was that I also, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I had a discussion with my fiance after the movie, was that I said, I said I thought it was shitty. And she said, well, it's based off of a book, so maybe the book didn't provide them anything more than that. Okay. And he wrote saying that he read the book and the book provided basically everything that I thought would have made the movie good. He said, uh, my bigger problem lies in how they adapted the book. The book the film is based on is excellent and spends a much greater time on how Solomon, who's the main character of the movie, got to the point he was at at the beginning of the film. So for those who haven't seen it, at the beginning of the film, he's like a free man. He's like... Uh, pretty well off. Like, he's not just like a free man who's living poor. He's right, living he's well. Right. Yeah, he's like, he's uh, educated. He plays he plays an instrument. I can't remember which one it was, but he plays instruments and shit. Like, so he's educated. He's well off. He's living a good life. Like, so he's not just free. He's like, you know, real, you know, good free. So, uh, he said the, the book the film is based on is excellent. Spends a much greater time on how Simon got to the point he was at at the beginning of the film. 
how he met his wife, how he learned the music, musical instruments, and how he learned to read. It went into depth about how he became the man he was. So when he was taken, it was that much more gut-wrenching because you know how much he had, had to go through to get to that point in the first place. And, so if it, and then for him to try and fight like hell to get it back. That's a much more compelling story than the, the nigga hostile film we got where we go from this nigga made it, got captured, beat like shit for a few decades, that executive producer Brad Pitt came and saved the day. So I thought that was a, a interesting... And that was an interesting bit of news because I assumed that maybe the book just didn't provide them enough. So the fact that they took away everything that would have made the beatings significant, because to me it was just beatings for no reason. So, but if I had known what made the beatings significant in the first place, if I had that basis for comparison, that would have made, you know, if I had known what he had gone through to get to where he was at, right. you know, it would have made the beatings more significant. So I don't understand why as a filmmaker or why as a screenwriter you would take that shit out. Like, that shit needs to be in there. So I I responded to him. I said something like, I don't understand why they took that out for... Let me just see what I said. There's no point in even... uh, I said, uh, so to find out that the book had all the things I told her, her being my fiance, so to find out that the book had all the things I told her the movie needed is disheartening. That makes it worse, actually. They had all the tools to make it a good movie, but left that shit out in favor of more ass whoopings. Your description of the book makes it sound like something I want to read. And I actually do. Like, I actually do want to read it now because it sounds like a really good book, despite it being made into a shit I actually want to read it now because I'm curious as hell how, yeah. how how much more did they just left out of there. And shit. Yeah, I, I don't... I, like, you could take a, a book that's a long book and you could have all kinds of shit in it like it happens all the time. The vast majority of movies we see are based on either a real life story or on right. a book that somebody wrote earlier. There's, you know, so that happens often where a lot of shit is taken out of a book for a movie. But that's like that's really important. They just to the seem movie. like they took a lot of a lot of key things out that could have helped the movie. I mean, because obviously you can't. I don't think there's been too many books that you know can get transferred to a movie and have at least. You know, have the majority of stuff in it. You know, obviously they had to take a lot of details out for the sake of movie because the movie probably be eight hours long. But you can't take the major parts out of the movie that would you know defines the book and then not put them in the movie. That just seems crazy. Now yeah. I want, I'm curious to read the book. Now I'm though. very curious to read the book, like to the point of like I probably download it when I get home because I'm like I'm really curious, like I'm really interested to read that book. And um, I just thought that, that was just like a. A fucked up circumstance where they could take out all the important shit just so they could have a full movie of ass whoopings. Like I, I, like it felt like I said this from the time that I saw the movie, and I still feel this way now that that movie is shock value for the sake of shock value, and it was rewarded. Just like I feel like these little uh, these little stunts that movies are doing right now are being rewarded just for the sake of of, of I can't think of the word, but like uh, this movie Boyhood. Did I talk about... Yeah, I talked about Boyhood last week. But, like, Boyhood was garbage, man. It was just... But it was it was rewarded... It's being rewarded for being a gimmick. Like, they filmed it over 12 years, so you get to see this kid grow up, but you walk, that's all it is. Like, it's a gimmick. You get to see this kid grow up, like, literally, because it was filmed over the course of this kid growing up. So, you, they're being rewarded for putting in 12 years of work on this movie, but they didn't make a fucking good movie. They made a piece right. of shit movie they, they just, over 12 years. They just put, a, put some shit together. Yeah, I watched the Screen Actors Guild Awards tonight, actually. And uh, all the people 
who are starred in the movie were nominated for awards, and I fell asleep on most of it because well not most of it, but I fell asleep for a portion before I came over here. But I did see um, one of the actresses from the movie win an award, and I just thought like man, she wasn't even really that good in it, man. It was like so you she was just being rewarded for committing to a twelve year project, which in, in is that is a feat in and of itself. Yeah. To to do something like that. But, but it's mediocre ass shit, though. Right. Like, don't reward her for doing some mediocre ass shit. And then now there's five, you know, four or five other people who who did great performances who are getting the shaft, getting shafted because you reward her for doing some mediocre shit for a long ass time. And that's how I feel like boyhood is being treated right now. Like, I. I that movie was trash to me, dog. It was the yeah, longest I'm up, I'm up in the air three hours of my life. I'm up in the air about seeing it. I really don't want to now. It's no point. It, like, you can watch it just to see that it's shitty, but I highly doubt... I can't see anybody making it through that full full movie. Because it's, it's, there's, it's not interesting at all. Oh, like, you think there's going to be some kind of climax or some kind of confrontation or something. That's kind of how movies are. You know, there's the... You know, it has its beginning. There's some sort of cl- uh, confrontation or... Uh, just something to to build some sort of um, uh, something negative, you know, so, so, some confrontation or right. something, you know, a peak that's something bad, you know, Titan- the Titanic sinking or you know, Jesus getting crucified, you know, some right. some big bad part or some some major event, and then there's like you know the fallout from that. And a climax, you know, uh, action movies are big on the climax. There's always like a big a big final full action packed scene. This movie is just nothing from start to finish. It's just like boringness the whole time. It's a complete piece of shit. Yeah, well I won't try to see it. I, it's funny I still want to watch the interview. Um and I haven't watched that yet. Now they say that's on if anyone's actually interested, it's actually on Netflix now. Um so if you're one of those people who paid fifteen dollars to buy it two weeks ago, right? <laughs> That's just so crazy. Congratulations, was just, you're an asshole, right? You pay <laughs> you pay six dollars on Christmas to watch it because I, I was so when they said it was gonna be on YouTube, I was like, bet get on YouTube. I'm like six dollars. Like fuck this shit. I'm not I'm not paying for this. So I never got it. But now, yeah, I just check it out on Netflix sometimes. Yeah. It's that it's worth checking out on Netflix. That's about it. As a matter of fact, I'm queuing it right now. Yeah, it's not worth uh, paying for it. Though. It was all right, and I'm a fan of their work, but I still just thought it was okay. Yeah, I like Seth Rogen. Um, I don't know. I say too many James Franco flicks, but James Franco is like he's good in those movies where he's in those movies with Seth Rogen and those like comedy shits. He's good. He's good in those. He's done like. He hasn't really done too many, like, uh, I feel like that's been, like, his best stuff. It's been, like, his little comedy shit. But he had his thing in, um, uh, Spider-Man, where he played, uh, Peter Parker's friend. Oh, okay. His name I'm drawing a blank on right now for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but, uh, uh, Green Goblin's son. Him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then he had the movie, the really, really, really good movie where he played the guy who uh, had to cut his own arm off when he got uh, when he got trapped and uh, when he was doing some rock climbing or some shit. What's it called? 120-something? 120... <laughs> I can't remember the name of that damn movie, man. It had, it was, it, something hours. It was like 128 hours. Or it was something with hours or something. 
it had some number in it, but it was a, it was about the amount of time that he was trapped because he was like a 127 like a, hours. Okay, I said did I say 128? I was close. yeah, you was you was, <laughs> you was an hour off. Yeah, I was an hour off. If it had made it 128, maybe he don't make it. Right. But, uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, but he uh, he was like a it was based on like a real a true story. He was like rock climbing and shit like that, and then he like fell and his arm got trapped in between like two rocks and shit like that and he was trapped in there um alone for 127 hours and it was like you know how is he gonna eat how's he gonna you know do whatever and then he ended up cutting his arm off to get away shit yeah so (laughs) (laughs) that's fucked up (laughs) yeah so uh yeah he was really he was really good in that uh, but I feel like his best stuff has been like the comedy shit that he's been doing. Oh well, I don't know. I may try that. Try check that one out as well. That's been some years though that, that came out though. Yeah. So that's uh, oh, I was just an IMDb when I saw it. That sounds familiar though. It was pretty popping the year it came out. I get it, man. He might have. He might have won some awards for it. It was pretty. It was pretty popular when it came out. It was. Just a, it was kind of a long time ago. So. Oh, 2010. Okay. Really? Yeah. I thought it was longer than that. It's like five years ago now. Shit. So. Yeah, I guess yeah, one, right. yeah. Five years is longer than uh. I guess that's about, probably about as long as I would have guessed. Oh, I'm looking at the IMDb page, IMDb page. I see the old girl from uh, House of Cards is in that movie. And what movie? In the, in the 127 hours, the main chick from House of Cards, the uh, not the main chick, not Kevin Spacey's wife, the uh, the girl, um, what's her damn name in that shit? Um, I'm looking at their cast now. The one chick don't look don't look familiar. You talking about the uh, Zoe? The, the Zoe? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see her now. Okay. Kate Mara? Yeah, she was in... I didn't know she was in... Well, I mean, she wasn't really... I didn't know who she was yeah, until... Yeah, she wasn't nobody uh, five years right. ago. Yeah, I didn't she know. She didn't really pop off until, uh, until House of Cards. James Franco always like a big kid to Apparently me. Apparently she was in Iron Man too. I didn't know that at all. Me either. Yeah, Jay Franco always said the kid that probably grew a mustache before he was supposed to and was always like the <laughs> older kid with you know, older looking kid amongst his friends or some crazy shit. Fucking stoner or something. She was in a season of American Horror Story too. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't like the the Zoe character. Or is it was her name Zoe or Zoe? I wanna say Zoe. Yeah, I didn't care for her character. Yeah, it was Zoe. Zoe Barnes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't care for her character at all. Yeah, she's good. So, um... A train came. I was like, whoa! Shit! Okay. <laughs> Just gonna go ahead and hit people with spoilers. Alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I would hope they'll see it, but no. <laughs> nah, man. You might not have seen that. Season 2 yet. That's season 1. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Another news. <laughs> So what season we coming up on now? Is season it three? Three? Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. Do you watch the following? Mm-hmm. Then they come back uh, March second. 
I don't know the date, but it comes back, yeah. Yeah, we, I just saw the previews earlier. I don't know how they keep doing that show. I don't understand how enough <laughs> season's going to happen. I was telling my wife. <laughs> and she like told it. me, I'm like, well, who's it going to be about? I feel like that. I feel like I feel like the following is something that was like, that should have been like one season, and I don't know how it keeps going. I see there's a couple shows like that. I'm like, how are you going to keep doing I really this? thought it was going to be one season. <laughs> I couldn't understand. The second season kind of threw me off because they made more of the second season than I really thought they were going to make. Now I have no clue how the fuck it's gonna be. I'm still gonna watch, but I don't. I'm so curious how they're gonna pull this off. Yeah. So. So um, one of the last things I want to talk about was um, before I came over here, apparently you were doing this as well. We were watching uh, me and my fiance were watching Property Brothers. Mm-hmm. We watch a lot of HGTV. And I know you said that you and your wife do the same thing. And uh, Property Brothers is one of my favorite shows on HGTV. I can't even really explain why. I just love Property Brothers. I don't know. I think the, t- the two guys, Drew and Jonathan, are like dope. <coughs> Although I cannot quite put my finger on what's wrong with Jonathan's face. Like, he has a really weird looking face. Jonathan is uh, the carpenter? Or yeah, he's the one who fixes shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, like, shit, they both really... look the fucking same to me, shit. I don't know. Like, I never paid any attention to. I think to... their eyes are spaced out too far. And then I think Jonathan has, like, a lazy eye or something. Like, one that sits lower than the other. I don't know. It's something with his eyes. He just looks really fucking weird. But, um, so here's the thing. So, for those who don't watch Property Brothers, the way Property Brothers works is that you got a couple who wants to buy a house. They have a budget that they want to spend for their dream house. So they'll say, I want a house with four bedrooms, I want to have a man cave, I want a kitchen with um, this much space, I want a open concept with uh, a garage, and well, you know, whatever the case may be, they say, this is what I want in this house, and this is what budget I had to work with. And all of these people, their budget is far less than what they want in their house. So what always ends up happening, the idea of the show is that they take a fixer-upper that is in the in the client's price range and they fix it to make it the house that they want. Right. So when they see the house originally, it looks like kind of like a piece of shit. But Jonathan will say, like, I can make these renovations to it and I can stay within your budget and I can make it the house that you want. So say their budget is $500,000. Jonathan, Drew and Jonathan might show my house is $300,000 but say we can make these renovations and we can make the renovations for 150. So right. actually you come in 550,000 below your budget and you can get everything that you want. But the thing about the show that, <laughs> that fucks with me is that the way they start it is that they always show the client a house that has all the qualities that they want. And every time that house is like way out of their budget, like, like yeah, be like right. their budget, like it's three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I want A B C D X Y Z. So they show them the house with A B C D X Y Z, and that bitch be like eight hundred thousand dollars. And the thing about property brothers that fucks with me is like I always wonder, like, have any of y'all ever seen this show before? Like, do y'all not understand how right. this shit works? <laughs> like, they take them on a tour through the the house that's out of their budget first, that has everything they want. And they're walking around through the house like, oh, this is so nice. Oh, I love this. This is perfect. This is perfect. I bet it's $350,000. So they're like, yeah, so how much is this? One million dollars. Right, right, right. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? Like, I, it's funny because I used to get, I used, when I first started watching, I used to, I hated that shit. Like, why would you show these people a house that they cannot afford? But 
you know, every, nah, I get it. You know, it's like if you want all that stuff in the house, it's already there. It's already done. You're gonna pay that much for it. It's to bring their asses back yeah, down. It's, to it's Earth. a humbling experience for them. But my thing is like, why y'all y'all have not seen this show before? Right, right. Like, I would be walking through the first house like, well, I know I can't afford this shit, so I'll just take it to the first place. They always be like mad surprised. And then the the other thing that gets me is that if you watched Property Brothers before, every time. Jonathan come through and makes the house dope. Like he makes these renovations for whatever price. It's no reason to doubt him ever. Ever. He comes through every fucking time. But then every time he'll show them like the raggedy ass house and he'll tell them like I can do this, I can do this, I can make it like this. And they'll be like, I don't know about Jonathan. Like his plan look kind of suspect. <laughs> I don't think he can fix this shit. Like you ain't never seen this shit like, before. You know, like, I, I don't think it's possible to not have seen that show and you're going to go on that show. That's what I said. You like, have to have seen that show before. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, so, and if you haven't seen it, how are you on it? Right. Like, you know, like how do you even get apply here? to get on the show? Is right. what I'm thinking. You apply to get on the show. So if you apply to get on the show, how have you not seen it? And if you have, and if you've seen it. How do you, one, not know that you're about to get the okie doke on the first house? They're about to show you some shit you can't afford. And then, two, how do you not how do you not know that Jonathan is going to make this shit what you want it to be? Like, Jonathan just showed me the most raggedy shit. I'd be like, say, cool. I can make it dope. I know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like cool. I cool. <laughs> do it. Cool. Let's go. Let's roll. Let, let's, let's go spend this money and get it done. But, yeah, I, um, they, got, they got some spinoff shows now. Mm-hmm. They have uh, well, they have this one where they they were doing their own places. Like they had one, they they was doing their own like a uh, vacation house in Vegas or something. I saw one. I saw well, that they got a episode. swing. Well, they put out a swing, a uh, uh, slide. I saw one episode of that, and it was like they built like an entire house. Like they had like a whole thing where they had to like lay cement down for the foundation. Yeah. And they, like build some shit from the ground up for like I think it was like. Drew's parents, like <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. Dude. I looked them yeah. up, man. They both. I think what I read, they're they're worth combined like ten million dollars and shit. Holy uh, shit! Right, like what the fuck am I doing wrong? That explains Drew's suits because that nigga be killing the suit game, man. Uh, dog. Like how uh, last? Well, I don't know if it was last week the unpopular opinions episode mm. when uh, Johnny said that he don't like European cut suits. Oh, he ain't seen Drew Scott, dog. Was Johnny said <laughs> or uh, I think it was Johnny said that. Oh uh, no, you're yeah, right. It might have been Calvin. Yeah. Say he don't like European uh-huh. cut suits. Yeah, that, that, he ain't seen Drew. Yeah, you're right. Drew, Drew, <laughs> Drew he, killing him. He, he wears the suits well. Like he he is he, he is the epitome of what a European suit is and shit. So yeah, I, I love that show. I I, I watched that. It's funny because that show on our on our uh, cable for Uverse. It's in like the, the the area that show is on. It's like you get uh, HDTV, you got the cooking channels. It's like just block of like ten channels that I could just stay yeah. in between, like on a random Saturday and Sunday, all fucking day and shit. Dog. It's crazy, man. Like it's I don't I don't even see myself as that type. But I'll fucking have a day off of work, and I'll be thinking like, okay, I'm gonna like I'm my Hulu queue, so I'm gonna watch all these shows that I like on Hulu. I'm gonna knock this shit out, but somehow I spend two hours watching Property Brothers. Like, so like now I'm fucked up because I could have watched not two hours of shows on Hulu. I could have watched more than two hours of shows because I could, you know, they have commercials, but it's short. Like, I, you right? Know. But I could have watched, I could have knocked out a little bit more on Hulu, but I've now spent two hours watching, like a legit two hours watching four episodes of Property Brothers and shit. The, it's that I, I get stuck watching First Forty Eight a lot. I don't. Want, I haven't. But I, I've seen it, but I don't watch it regularly. But I know if I watch it again, I probably get stuck on that too. I, but I got to the point where now I. Well, I know you watch the shit out first forty eight. Yeah, because I'm all. I can I DVR all the old, I DVR all the old episodes so I can find episodes I haven't seen. Because now I have a problem finding episodes I haven't seen, 
every time I'm clicking, I'm like, fuck, so I'm constantly just erasing shit. So, I'm trying to find a new show I can divulge in uh, like I, that. Cause that's I where I, I live with a nigga from Parking Wars. No. Yeah, nigga. Ponytail? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he lived ah, in my building. Get out of here. Because I remember brother. I told you I seen him. Yeah, I remember I you showed out, me some. I saw him, uh, uh, you know, doing his... I had those shit thing. I had those shows DVR for a while. Yeah, I saw him out there, you know, doing his parking meter thing, getting people tickets and shit. And I just saw him out there when I was going to work. But no, he lives in my building. Like That's I see funny. him, he be in the lobby and shit. Like, cause a lot of people go down. A lot of people who live in our building be in the lobby just chilling and shit. I've seen him in the lobby just like chilling, talking, and hanging out and shit like regularly. So like, I'm, I'm I think it's pretty safe to assume he lives in the building. Hmm. Yeah, cause I haven't watched the show in a while. I don't even know they even do any new episodes. Shit, they they need to fix the fucking meat. That's the crazy thing. So you know, Detroit they raised the the you know the parking tickets to forty five dollars. Oh man, from but ten for y'all that don't know, from it, ten. Yeah, that's like you. Uh, I, well, wait, no, well, technically 15, 20, 20, 15 or 20, to twenty. Fifteen to twenty, but ten if you pay it in the first like ten days or something. Like yeah, that. they don't even have a grace period now. It's just yeah, it's forty five dollars. But no, you go down there and all the fucking meters don't work. I don't understand how you can justify these ho- whole ass prices when your meters don't even work. Well, it works for me because then you don't have to pay. But then I read that, like, I read an article that said that technically they can, they will still ticket you if they're paying attention and they hit you for the two hour time limit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you you don't have to put no money in a meter, but you, which is still great. You don't have to put no money in a meter, but you gotta you gotta be out for two hours working on the assumption that they might be checking that right. aspect. Of yeah, it. because I went down there Saturday. I parked and I couldn't find uh, the, the meter I parked there wasn't uh, working, but I wasn't there two hours, so I was like, "Cool." But yeah, it's like, how? The, why you can't you fix these fuck ass meters though? That's the craziest I don't want thing. Yeah, I mean, if they're gonna really keep make some money for forty five dollars and keep letting the meters be broken, let me park for free. Man, don't fix none of them bitches. I'm good. <laughs> I'll find till I'll be in one for two hours and move to another broke ass meter for another two hours. <laughs> fucking around with Man, y'all. Fucking. I'm still pissed about my ticket at fucking La Casa. I need to pay it. It's probably eighty dollars now. I don't even know what the fucking late fee on tickets is. Yeah, me either. <sighs> Fuck. Ugh. Man, I hate that shit. Yeah, I. I, I don't understand how that shit went over, dog. Like, how did that even. I feel like that's some shit we need to be out here fucking having marches against, too, dog. <laughs> Man. Oh, do you see that we uh, uh, started in October? That um, we're going to have to pay taxes on sale? Um, shit we buy online? Yeah. Started in October? I think it's October. Okay, sometime late in the year. It's far away. Yeah, sometime late in the year. But. That sucks. I've been so used to not paying taxes for shit when you order online. Yeah. So I'm not looking like, to that I think shit. it was only like one or two, three other states is like that. Like if you're from California or two other states, then you have to pay tax. Yeah, that shit sucks, dude. Fucking Snyder hoe ass. Man, he done put in so much shit I don't like. Him and uh, fucking Grand Home, dog. But I heard they're talking about getting rid of the driver responsibility fee, though. I think I saw like in like 2017 that. or some crazy. Oh, shit. never mind. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> no time soon, but you know, shit. I'm still paying driver responsibility fees for shit. I wish they would have did that shit five years ago or something like that. Right. That in shit is so dumb. In an article I saw about it, some monkey mouth bitch was like, "Well, maybe they should just abide by the law." Like, bitch, 
Job responsibility fee ain't for like not abide by the law. When you break the law, whatever the law that a job responsibility fee is attached to, you still pay them fines. Job right. responsibility fee is on top of that. Right, that's just extra so, over yeah. and above. So the people who who broke whatever law that is, they paying for it regardless. The job responsibility fee is on top of that for no fucking reason. So like, don't be like, oh, this is just a bigger law, and they would have to pay the fee. Like, like no. they still gotta pay regardless. So you paying that fee plus and then. Shit, the driver process is like shit, leaps and bounds more than the actual. Right. You get a ticket for like one hundred fifty dollars, and you get a driver responsibility fee. You paying at least five hundred dollars, twice probably. Yeah, well, I was say probably twice over two years. Yeah, that's just dumb. And then you know, for people who can't even afford it, I will never forgive Grand Hall for that shit. Though. Nah, yeah, if I ever see her, I'm like, you know what, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> the shit you pulled, you you would never be cool in our streets anymore. Yeah, it's terrible. I um, I need to check see how long because I've been I've been paying mine for quite some time now. Dog, I had to go to a place and pay like fuck, man, I had to pay so much money at one time. It was like seven hundred dollars and shit at one time just to get my license unsuspended. That was me a few. That was me a few years ago. Um, I understand. Like, I can't be defending my DUI, but I'm like. At the same time, I'm like, I paid for the fucking DUI. This other shit is on top of that. Like, this is extra, extra on top. Like, I paid the DUI shit. I'm not complaining about the DUI fines. I'm complaining about these extra-ass, no-reason fines just to get extra-ass money. We got a nickel and diamond-ass city, dog. The job responsibility fees, raising the parking meter prices, all that shit. That's some nickel and diamond-ass shit. And I saw another article that said, um... What is it I saw? Um... Something about not being able to uh, renew your plates if your car is older than 10 years. Something, something weird like that. Like when you gotta, is that supposed to come up? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sketchy on it because I didn't read the full article. But I know I saw something that was like... Something about old cars or old plates or something like that. If it's older than 10 years, then like you got to pay some other extra shit. You can't just pay like your regular renewal shit. It was something weird. But there was some other shit where it's just like, okay, this is another way to get even more money. Man, the city is so fucked up. Well, the state is fucked up, but yeah, that that I. So that means you just if if that was true, uh, based on what you're saying, people who get older cars got to pay an extra fee, or unless you get a newer car, to not get it. Man, let what the me, fuck? Why am I out here, man? Let me not be out here uh, spreading false information. Let me find this fucking article because I remember who posted. This is my boy Larry. I don't know if he listens to the fucking podcast uh, whenever he can. So, but I know he don't post too much. So you should be able to find it. So I should be able to find the article that he posted pretty quickly. But uh, he posted the article, and I remember thinking like, man, he he actually I think he used the phrase uh, nickel and diamond in his post about it. Oh, here it is. Beginning in early 2015, so now. A recently enacted Michigan law will prohibit the renewal of license plates that are 10 years old or older. This form identifies some of the replacement plate options available to you. Replacement plates can be ordered and paid for at any Secretary of State office or by using the renewal worksheet included with your renewal plate, renewal notice. Place the renewal notice and blah, 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 blah. So, uh, basically... If your actual license plate is 10 years old? Yeah, it says a recently enacted law will prohibit the renewal of license plates that are 10 years old or older. So, if it's 10 years older, you can't just do, like, the regular-ass renewal. So, so I mean, you, you gotta, gotta do some other plate. shit. 
you gotta do some other shit, which will probably cost you like, more money. Yeah, it'd be some different shit that you gotta do that probably cost more money than like an actual regular renewal. That's some bullshit. I saw an article earlier this week that they posted. I'm in a group on uh, on Facebook that's about uh, like TV shows and movies and music and shit. And we all just talk about... Basically, we talk about TV shows, though. And we were someone posted an article about the three best networks on television, according to critics. And when I saw the headline, the headline said the three best networks on television, according to critics. I immediately guessed what those three were. And then read the article, and I was right on all three. Can you guess what they are? You probably can't, you don't watch TV like that. No. It was AMC. Oh, I remember saying that FX article. FX and HBO. I can see AMC. I can see... I don't know, too. I don't watch any shows on FX, though. FX has, like... Okay, so this show, The Americans, that comes on FX is, is really, really good, supposedly. I haven't seen it, but I plan on watching it. Okay. That's really good. You got... Uh, well, up until now, you had Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. You got Justified. You got uh, they got that one comedy show. Um, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That shit's a big hit. Then it had that that Fargo. Fargo was like a miniseries, I think. It's, I don't think it's like an actual show, but that Fargo miniseries was huge last year. Yeah, I, kept, I kept hearing about that, but not a single. Yeah, so like FX had like a whole lot of shit. Got a whole lot of shit that's killing the game. You got AMC got. Uh, obviously, AMC has the highest rated show on TV, The Walking Dead. And you got the Head Breaking Bad. They got Mad right. Man. Now they got the Saw, Better Call Saw coming up. Uh, That's in February. Yes. Okay. So AMC got AMC got their shit, and the HBO um, has like uh, that show, The Affair. They, they no, that was Showtime actually. No, so HBO, but HBO still got like. Uh, a whole gang of shows that's popping, and then it has like Game of Thrones, which like holds down on life. So, <laughs> AMC, uh, Game of Thrones on AMC? No, that was HBO. on HBO. Yeah. What's crazy is AMC is not like a premium channel and has so many good shows. It's not one of those like you you know your packet shows like a Showtime. Yeah, AMC and or, FX don't come with right, your shit. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. So from to be such a you know a non-premium station that has so many dope shows, it's just you know that's just extra. Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought. Uh, well, the article talked about it a little bit more, um, but what it, the HBO portion of it, it ran off some shit that I didn't think of off the top of my head. Like I listed, like when, when I read FX, when I thought FX, oh, uh, American Horror Story too. Come on. Oh, okay. So yeah, it has like all like the highest rated shows and like some of the like most popular ones. Uh, where was the stuff for HBO? Um. Oh, Game of Thrones, uh, Girls. The show Girls, and uh, last week tonight with John Oliver is, I guess, a big, big hit. Uh, and then, like I said, Game of Thrones runs everything. FX got so much shit. Now I'm actually curious what FX is going to do next, because Sons of Anarchy is over. This is the last season of Justified this year. So, as far as I know, I feel like. FX flagship shows were like Sons of Anarchy and Justified. So I'm wondering what they're going to do. Like, what, What's going to be next to replace those? Like next season. Once Justified is over. Yeah, because they really lost a big one with uh, Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah. Anarchy. Shit, that was what, seven years? Mm-hmm. Seven years? Yeah. They had The Shield for seven years before that. No. 
in the Sons of Anarchy for seven. Justified, this is six for Justified. So I'm like, I wonder what they're going to do next. I know, but I think I read that the dude who did uh, Kurt Sutter, the the Shield of Sons of Anarchy guy, got something new on that too. And I'm telling man, whatever that drops, I'm going to be all over it. <laughs> all over that shit. This nigga made two of my top three favorite shows of all time. Shit. I'm going to be all over whatever Kurt Sutter come up with. Yeah, I hope you got something else coming out then. I mean, I think I got, I got on the, the Sons of Anarchy bandwagon late, but... I definitely respect his work. So, so do I. I got all this shit late. I watched I watched The Shield after it was already over. So I watched all seven seasons in like one sit down. I watched that after it was already over. And then I got on Sons of Anarchy in season four, I want to say. So I think I watched seasons four, five, six, and seven as they were airing. But I watched the first three on Netflix, I think. I got a lot of stuff late. Shit, I got um, I watched The Wire much after it was done. Obviously, so did I. Um, <laughs> Breaking Bad. I well, it was in the later seasons, but I was able to catch up with that. Um, I, I didn't get on Breaking Bad until the final season. Oh shit! Really? Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I watched the first four on a. Uh, on Netflix or whatever, and then I watched season five as it aired. Yeah, I got on that much later, but it just it just made me watch it all at the same. I mean, I just I binged that shit, and I was watching that shit fast as hell. And then I think I got to the point where I was able to watch the the most the the previous the the season before the last. I say I think I watched on Netflix. And then I was able to catch up the catch up in time to watch watch it live for the last season. I think. So Kurt Sutter's next show is called The Bastard Executioner. That already sounds dope. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> God damn. That, that already sounds dope. sounds dope. It says set in the fourteenth century, the bastard executioner will follow a knight who gives up his life of slaying and chivalry following years of war. However, violent events force him out of his peaceful retirement. Sword in hand, he reverts to his bloody ways, this time as an executioner. God damn, that shit's going to be good. <laughs> that sounds dope. I wanna, I, and I this is the thing that did Sons of Anarchy and the Shield, man. Fuck. Yeah, that's going to be gonna be like... They got a date for that? No, he's like... It says he's still searching locations and shit. Although uh, it says filming... The show will feature a majority UK cast... But Sons of Anarchy star Katie Seagal has been confirmed as taking part in the series. Filming is expected to begin soon, possibly at some fucking place, with pilot episodes expected in the autumn. So oh, that should be dope. So later this year, possibly. That's dope. For a pilot. So he's on his shit. Like as soon as Sons of Anarchy wrap, like let me get this next joint going. I wonder how much he's worth, man. How much he makes, man. That's crazy. Man, as much great movie, as much great TV as this nigga's made. Yeah, done any movies at me, or is this just the straight TV? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, that's definitely something to look forward to. Shit, you said it's called the Executioner. It was called. Uh, I think you said the Bastard Executioner, the bastard. or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, let me look again. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah, the bastard executioner. But it's gonna be British shit. But I bet that shit gonna come on FX though. 
Oh, hell yeah. I would assume he's going to be with FX for quite some time. Yeah, The Shield came on FX uh, when it was airing. And so did uh, Sons of Anarchy, obviously. I mean, he's married to Katie Seagal, too, so there's no reason to not have her still be in the shit. Did you know that? that he's married I did her? not know that. Oh, okay, yeah. So he's married to the chick that played Gemma on Sons of Anarchy. Hmm. I don't know how I don't know how I didn't know that. Why would I know that? Hmm. So yeah, I mean, uh, we got. Any, did you have anything else you wanted to uh, touch on? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I'm cool with what we had. Uh, good follow up to last week. Um, it's still weird that we got no comments on last week's. Uh, uh, that is weird. Okay. I looked at it today. I was like, it's not a one person to come. That's, that's got to be a first. How many plays does it have? Because it had a low plays, too, when I last looked at it. I want to say 50s, 60s, okay, yeah. or something that's, like that. had low. Yeah, but we didn't get, like, no comments on there. So I was, like, uh, kind of kind of thrown off. I'm like, either just didn't like it or nobody just think it was nothing to, to question or say shit about. Well, we got some emails. So Yeah, so. Uh, we really like the idea of a theme... Uh, podcast. So you know, we definitely take suggestions on 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 what would you guys would like to hear. So yeah, yeah, send us suggestions for themed episodes, and then also, um, I've always felt that I'm at my best when I'm doing like some kind of rant, and then we got a tweet about liking the rants that I go on. So I'm thinking about maybe I should uh, include put a little bit more thought into that, like not just. You know, throughout the week, I, I see a story and I think, like, okay, there's something to talk about on the podcast. But, like, if I have, like, an idea for, like, a rant, and it's not easy for me to come up with. It's like I get pissed off all the time. So, it, it wouldn't be too hard for me to come up with a rant. So, like, I think maybe I should try to work. It'd be nice if I could work in a rant uh, weekly. So, I might see if I can try to make that happen. Yeah, get in your shit, though. <laughs> Stop being a lazy bitch. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, yeah, I have all our, our means of communication. So, you know, tweet us, email us, Facebook us. Yeah. And shit. Yeah, and shit. <laughs> so, if you got anything else, man. No, I'm good. All right, peace out. Peace.